Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host live on the East Coast out there in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Thirsty Thursday, my man. One of my favorite days of the week. We got Gamble and Lou coming in, spitting hot fire. So excited to get uh, his his biting, as I like to say, his UFC plays. And uh, maybe we'll maybe look at some uh, some other sports here. Hopefully, uh, again, baseball, it sounds like maybe they're coming to a closer agreement. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk to that and uh, talk about that and talk to Josh Towers, hopefully, Pritch, who was uh, with us all last year. But uh, a couple things from yesterday. So number one, NBA comes back today. I'm really excited to break through uh, and break down all these NBA spots for today. Uh, and then also we have a, another big college basketball night. We got some NHL, but two things last night, Pritch. Number one, how about Providence getting it done? Triple overtime. You talk about a sweat. Uh, that was a play that I really loved early toward Providence. You saw some movement, bring it back down a little bit toward Xavier. Then late steam went back toward Providence. So you had to go three OTs there, but, but they got it done. Then also Adam Burke. Let's give a shout out to our guy who went to a, uh, I don't know, a 7-Eleven there in South Carolina and gave us a call <laughs> and had a great breakdown and brought us some really good juju on the South Carolina Gamecocks last night. Remember, plus two and a half South Carolina got down to two. Pretty sharp move there, so that's kind of a blueprint play for me. So, uh, Adam, we're going to give him an assist there with our South Carolina play yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. You got to do that for Adam Burke. We had Adam Burke on the program yesterday, always giving us knowledge. Also, point spread weekly. Shout out to uh, Steve Mackinnon. Uh, he's got some incredible trends. And I highly recommend point spread weekly to everybody in the audience out there right now. It's helped me uh, increase my betting uh, acumen. It's also increased my betting results. Uh, so helpful, so much great information. And you like running down the, the college basketball card from yesterday. You mentioned Providence, three overtime victories in a row. And, and so, uh, you know, you're able to cash some tickets if you're betting that uh, situation uh, accordingly. It's been a great story for Providence Friars so far this year, the Big East, too, uh, in general, Josh. But uh, Virginia, uh, one of those plays that I had, I was able to cash because uh, I caught the five points. It ticked up to five and a half, which I was kind of waiting for, but I couldn't wait any longer. I was eager to grab the five points, uh, and so I was able to catch that ticket as well, uh, Virginia Duke. 
Great job, Pritch. And yeah, that's a game that kind of we talked about to me was either a Virginia play or no play. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at, at Duke there. Number one, the, the two things that I never want to do, it can be college sports, you know, it can be uh, pro sports. It doesn't really matter. I never want to be with the public getting the oh, worst man. of a number. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's really the da- most dangerous combination in sports betting. Now, sometimes it may not matter. Again, public wins every, every uh, now and again. And if you lay the worst of the number, who knows? Maybe they roll in that spot with Duke. But that was a perfect example of we saw that line move to Duke a little bit. You know, a lot of those four and a half, Fives got up to five and a half, as you mentioned, Pritch. And because of that, you know, Duke was getting 80% of bets. The line moved further in their favor. Duke could have rolled, but again, getting the worst of the number with, you know, and when I say with the public, to me, Pritch, when you look at percentages, it's like 65% or more. When you get like two thirds or more, those are the plays that I want to be against. Uh, and really kind of bet against that public bias. So, you know, Virginia, what did they lose by four, Pritch? They cover that number, had to sweat that thing. And then, of course, uh, looking toward the under there, Virginia's a team that, you know, if you look at a lot of these advanced analytics, one of the slowest paced, the slowest paced team in all college hoops lands, uh, what was it, uh, 126. Mm-hmm. That total was 130, pretty much stayed 130 despite heavy betting. So, uh, nice hit if anyone took that under. And Pritch, great job with uh, with the Cavs there, covering with the number. Uh, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to the conference tournament time for sure. Just, again, point spread weekly, so much information. Information uh, loaded uh, with uh, angles in there. Steve Mackinnon uh, doing a, a fabulous job there. Uh, so you were involved with, I believe, Michigan and Rutgers. Uh, Josh, were you impressed by Michigan at all? I was impressed by Michigan. Okay. So that was a play to me where, you know, I took the points of the Rutgers, so I lost that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the angle there was, hey, no Juwan Howard. Uh, could that cause some turnover? You know, uh, switching from uh, your head coach to a different voice there. Yeah. Uh, but to me, the play was that line move. You know, you did see, and again, not every line move is going to win. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. When you're a new sports better uh, and you start to realize, like, hey, let me not just bet based on guy, uh, bias and gut instinct, but let's look at the data. I think sometimes when you get first introduced to falling line movement, you're like, oh, every line move has to win. But obviously, we know that's not always the case. But over the long haul, consistently being with that sharp move, it can be profitable. But to that point, Pritch, you know, a lot of those books were Michigan, you know, laying six and a half, seven even, got all the way down to five. A lot of those fives were juiced up toward Rutgers, like it was trending down to four and a half. So I beat the closing line. I got a good number. I just didn't come through there with the win. And again, I think, you know, it sometimes frustrates people. Like people talk about closing line value and saying like, oh, I beat the line, but I lost the bet. But I think the point is if you consistently beat the number, you may lose a play like last night with Rutgers, but if you're always getting a better number than what it closes at, right. that's going to be a good omen long-term. So something to keep in mind for those of us who lost on Rutgers, at least we identified that move early. And next time we see that happen, hopefully we get a different result. Yeah, no, I had been playing um, uh, college hoops a little bit sparingly, but uh, I was staying away from that game because of the fallout, right? Uh, you got Michigan and Wisconsin wins by one. Uh, so I was kind of staying away from the fallout, kind of impressed by Michigan, impressed uh, also by Kentucky without a backcourt uh, getting the job done. Although, mm. although I did scream at one of my devices, almost threw it because they could not get the ball inbounds towards the end of the game, Josh. And but without a backcourt, uh, still Kentucky, uh, pretty impressive, if you ask me. Yeah, and that was kind of one of another of those numbers there where, you know, Kentucky was kind of the public play, but you did see that line move a little bit toward LSU. Uh, I think a lot of those books opened like laying eight there for Kentucky, got down to around seven. You end up uh, covering that number if you're on LSU, losing by five. So these are the little things I like to look at, Pritch, yep. especially when you get late in the year. I mean, you know, conference tournaments are right around the corner. They Before are. you know it, we'll be sweating nonstop here, and we'll have some day sweats during the show, which I can't <laughs> wait for. Uh, but the whole point is, you know, there's only three or four games left for a lot of these teams. When you get to 
to these rematches. You get these conference road dogs with a line move. Again, you don't get Rutgers. You do get LSU. These are little things I like to look at, especially with a lot of data in game and box scores to go off of. All right. Uh, great recap right there. Again, Beeson will get you ready for all your college hoops in one spectacular way. Uh, if you want more insight, you get to check out the podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops podcast. Great Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some minor college basketball games on upcoming schedule to find those betting opportunities. Go to uh, vcin.com slash podcast. Again, it's Coast to Coast Hoops podcast, vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so, Josh, you know, some NFL news or headlines anyway. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I guess he's going to be informing the Packers of his decision soon. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, you know, playground, hanging out with the fellas, whatever, playing football, the, the phrase, do you want to bet, emerged. When you were growing up, did you ever do that? Do you want to bet? You know, I can, I can, I, I'm faster than you. Do you want to bet? You know, did you ever do that? Oh, of course, Pritch. At recess, you know, at lunch, who can yeah. get the chicken nuggets line first? I mean, of course, <laughs> right. was, before we even got into betting, we were always kind of, you know, wagering with each other. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one for so, sure. So here you go. Here you go. Because of this Aaron Rodgers drama, do you want to bet? Because you can bet on Aaron Rodgers' next team. We have odds on that. We have odds on that. Now, I'm not advocating this. Uh, I'm not going to participate. But I don't know about you, Josh. Are you interested? Uh, will Aaron Rodgers play? Where will he play week one uh, next year? The odds are out. Uh, Packers minus 250. Even though Gutekunst said that, uh, you know, he, he's not going to trade him. Maybe. Maybe he will trade him. We'll see. We'll see. And then you got the Broncos at plus 350. Uh, a lot of people are anticipating that. And then the 49ers are on this list too high up on it at plus 800. What do you think? Yeah, so first off, you know, Diana Rossini from ESPN, she really got this thing going. You should, she tweeted early this morning, 8.30 a.m., um, told there are multiple teams with offers on the table, but, of course, no trade comes through unless the Packers uh, allow it. Right. So it, you're trying to read these tea leaves, and it's difficult. You know, one thing I did mention, Pritch, you know I get all my note cards for every every show we do, so I'm going back to it a couple days ago mm -hmm. when we first started talking about this Aaron Rodgers prop. And I'm just looking at the number. About a week ago, it was minus 220 that Aaron Rodgers would stick with Green Bay. Now it's minus 250. So it's not a huge move. You know, it's a 30 cent move, but basically the odds are moving uh, further in favor of Rogers staying with green Bay. You know, the Broncos a week ago were plus 200. Now they're plus 350. So a lot of these teams are, they're kind of uh, the line is moving toward Rogers staying with green Bay. It's moving away from a lot of these other teams, uh, whether they could get Rogers, you know, you looked at uh, Pittsburgh at plus 700. Now they're 12 to one. Uh, the other one, San Fran, I think they kind of stayed where they're at around plus 800. To me, Pritch, it's all about what Rodgers wants to do. I really can't stand the fact, I guess it's just the culture we live in today, where you got to, like, suspense everything and get your Instagram post ready and make everybody try to, you know, parse every single word here. So, uh, to me, it's with uh, what you're hearing from Green Bay and mm -hmm. kind of the thawing of this relationship here that was really icy last year. Again, Rodgers accepted the MVP. He was pretty conciliatory toward Green Bay. They just cleared up some cap space. We talked about that on yesterday's show. I think Rodgers sticks with Green Bay. I would give him a ton of money uh, and, you know, franchise tag, maybe Devontae or give him a long-term deal. I think you run it back. And again, learning from my team, the Patriots, the grass isn't always greener. When you lose a legend, it really can uh, make you regret, you know, losing that player. So I think they do everything to keep him. And I would think based on that small move, minus 220, right. minus 250, that Rodgers sticks here with Green Bay. I'm going to shake it up, Josh. I, Let's I'm, do it. I'm a, I'm a guy go. that likes to invoke some controversy from time to time. So why bring Rodgers back? They went 13 and they won 13 games three years in a row. Uh, they got bounced by a team in the playoffs that didn't even score an offensive touchdown. What's the point of bringing Rodgers back at this point anyway? 
Like, how are so they going to improve yeah. their situation to win another Super Bowl? So I think the point is, you know, again, that elusive Super Bowl, they already had one. If Rodgers ends his career with just one, I would say maybe he, you know, kind of underachieved despite his great <laughs> stats and all and all his MVPs. It's kind of crazy to think about, isn't it, Pritch? But it um, the other thing, though, is like, you know, you, I, so I agree with you. You do have Jordan Love, you know, waiting in the wings. You can, you know, have a t- huge cap space here. You could deal Rodgers for maybe a first and a second or right. uh, maybe two first round picks. A couple or a, players a player. that can help out. Exactly. So to me, it's, are you believing in Jordan love? Is he ready? And the other thing, Pritch is even though you may not win the super bowl going 13 and three being on all the primetime games, you know, having sold out Lambo to me, even if you don't win the super bowl, that's something that you don't want to give up. If you're a Packers fan, that's why I think he kind of stays with green Bay. Okay. So business uh, reasons like uh, to sell tickets, not, not to win a super bowl, because I mean, the Packers proven to us three years in a row that they're incapable of winning a super bowl. I don't care if Rodgers wins the MVP or not. Back to back seasons, he wins the MVP. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. Exactly. But Pritch, at least you're in the conversation with Jordan Love. Do you go 13 and 3 to, I don't know, 9 and 8, something like that? Uh, to me, it's Rodgers sticking around. But Pritch, it's always spicing up the show when you give me one of those. I like it. I, well, you know what? Because you can bet on it. That's why. I mean, Broncos, 49ers, who knows? The Steelers, all those teams are out there. Come up next to Lou Finicaro. He's on the program. UFC, that's next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call one 800 522 
Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and happy to bring on to the program Lou Finicaro, uh, VSIN MMA analyst, Point Spread Weekly contributor, Bout Business podcast host as well. Lou, how are you? Doing great, Mike. Always a pleasure to visit with you and Josh midweek. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Josh, you're doing good. I'm doing great. It's Gamble and Lou Day. Let's That's go. Right. I'm excited. Yeah, let's go. Lou always fires us up, so I'm looking forward to this. I mean, fight night. Now, I don't know how fired up you get about this main event fight, though, Lou, because you do have uh, Makachev uh, and Green here. Uh, and the thing is, it's a catchweight bout, a short notice bout for Green. Uh, no training camp either, really, for a preparation standpoint. You see Makachev as a heavy favorite, but uh, take us through your approach with a main event fight like this. Uh, short notice for Green, like I said, he just fought not too long ago, but then on top of that, trying to get ready for this big main event. Right. Well, there's there's a lot of layers to this. You have Makachev, who is the Khabib Nurmagomedov prodigy, uh, he's every bit the vice grip in the Sambo and wrestling that Khabib was, probably better striking. He is surely top three and on his way to a title shot, no question. When Benil Dariush, who I think was going to give Makachev everything he wanted, and then some had to drop out of this fight because he injured his ankle, they went to try uh, and hire other 155-pound fighters to come in and fight Makachev to save the main event for this card here Saturday. And after calling five, six, seven guys, they all ran for the hills. No one wants this Makachev. So they, they went to the hood. They called Bobby Green, who's never really had a chance in his many years and uh, 20, 30 professional fights to headline a main event. And after two weeks, Bobby Green, he's not afraid. Mm -hmm. He took the fight. It's going to do him a world of good. That said, Mike, it is two weeks' notice. The catch weight is so that Green doesn't have to tax himself completely to get to 155 again. Uh, but it's going to be a tall task for Green because we're in the small cage. He relies on athleticism, movement, and being a slickster to stay away and, and maintain distance so he can pitter-patter opponents to decision. He has no power, really, even though he recently knocked out an old ally, Aquinta. Makachev, on the other hand, is going to go straight for him endure some strikes on the way in and once he gets his hand on him it's going to hands on him it's going to be a tough chore for green once they get to the mat and makachev gets on top lou it's great to talk all these bouts with you today and just kind of sticking with this main event like teachable moment what would you suggest to a better who wants to sweat makachev but you see that number you know we have minus 700 on our page i'm seeing like minus 800 minus 900 like it's a ridiculously high number here it, how would you attack that? Is there a number where you're like, this is just too high, the juice isn't worth the squeeze? Do you target like maybe a submission prop? Uh, you also see maybe some juice to the under here, two and a half rounds juiced up under a bit. Just how you attack these big numbers. Is it, is it a no play, it's just too big? Do you attack it in a different you know, exact method outcome? Do you look toward the total? How do you attack these big numbers? Yeah, as we get later in the week, we'll see the props and the over-unders. Uh, you mentioned two and a half. I've seen some one and a halves as well. 
And so you do have to get a little bit creative and you have to try and project how the fight is going to happen. If you like Makachev and you saw what he did to Dan Hooker, his last fight, he submitted him in, in one, in, inside a round. So how do you uh, equate Bobby Green to Hooker? To me, I think Bobby Green's salty enough, athletic enough to get on his bike and try and run for more than a round and a half. But it's to the props we have to go, and that's where you have to scour to try and get an angle. Makachev by submission is likely. It's also likely to be minus 200. So this is going to be a tough fight to uncover value. We're speaking with Lou Finnecaro, VSEN MMA analyst, Bout Business podcast host, also Point Spread weekly contributor. Lou, so this next fight, uh, Sakunov and, and Terman. Uh, I mean, the smaller cage, the apex, we always highlight that, or you do for sure. Uh, so styles, right? I mean, uh, I'm, you can see these guys probably want to take it to the mat, but yet – uh, with this card the way it is, I, I wonder, could there be some influence to see uh, these two guys try to strike? Uh, now, I don't know. I, I'm, like, I'm not trying to influence anybody's better decision there, but uh, from a style standpoint, this is purely going to be a wrestling match, I would imagine. But yet, I don't know. Maybe the card might indicate something else. What do you think? Well, Mike, I think that if you're leaning to Sirkinov, it has to be a wrestling grappling match because I believe that his striking is what's let him down in past fights. Now, he used to fight at 205. He's down at 185 for his second fight. First fight against Jotko didn't go so good. And now they're giving him a journeyman Brazilian fighter that definitely is going to want to stand and bang. However, Terman is a desperate guy. He's lost a few fights himself. They're giving, they're, they're serving Serkinov up a fighter made for him. Mm -hmm. And yet he comes minus 120. I smell a lot of fish on the dock right now. I'd have to look at Terman in this spot. Serkinov's been a little chinny, and I think he's got a lot of doubt going into this fight against a kid that's a dog backed into a corner. Lou, let's transition a little bit. Talk about one of your other good sports that you're that you're great at, the NHL. So first off, uh, we had you on a week ago. Since that time, your Calgary Flames have not lost the game. So you're spot on with kind of identifying them as a team maybe in a futures market that has some value. Uh, also, when you said big boy hockey in the playoffs, I think that was like the most you know engaged tweet we had in a while here. It just gets you excited for the postseason. But let me ask you, anything you like in the NHL tonight? You know, Calgary is going for, what, their 11th or 12th win in a row, setting a new franchise record. The line dipped a little bit. I saw some numbers like Flames, like minus 170, down to like 160-ish right now. But you do have Vancouver in a kind of a tired spot. It's their fourth game in eight days. Are you going to continue to ride the Flames, you know, uh, tonight? Are there any other bets you like? Just your take on the NHL card this Thursday night. Yeah, the Flames are interesting, but to be honest with you, I just assume they lose three in a row. I, I don't want them overheating now. I want them to heat up in another, you know, 25 games. And and but that's what Suter's doing here. Th this coach definitely is directing this team to be peaking at the right time. And I don't want to get too excited about them now, but they're the kind of team I think can have success. I don't have any real opinion tonight on them. I, I do like to look at the card though, gents, 
and try and, even though I'm not actively wagering, I would find a team that I would wager on. And who is that tonight? And it's Minnesota Stars uh, going to Toronto. Toronto lost their last game. They're at home after being on the road and going on the road again. And for Minnesota, this is their third road game of four. But we're going to see Mrazek in the net for Toronto. I think that's probably a good thing. Campbell maybe needs a little bit of a, of a rest. But uh, Minnesota is a solid caliber from the goal out team. And I'm not really convinced of Toronto. And so for that reason, I like uh, would like Minnesota plus the 120, 130. But it's a hypothetical bet for me. Those listening might want to take it. Uh, but what I like to try and do, and if I were to bet it, it would be only in regulation. Okay. That way, you don't lose if it goes to the Mickey Mouse three-on-three and everything that is not playoff hockey. So uh, Minnesota, I think, is a live dog tonight. You know, Lou, as we do get closer, and we've had you on before about a week ago, Josh was talking about in terms of the futures and, and looking at situations as hockey and the phases change, right? Uh, so Tampa Bay, a chance to three-peat. Uh, I don't know where you are, your thoughts on that, uh, if you want to share them or not. Uh, but they got that Winter Classic coming up against uh, Nashville coming up uh, this weekend. So, uh, you know, those kind of atmospheres look like they can be juiced up and closer to the playoff hockey atmosphere that we're looking forward to. What do you think about uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, the three-peat situation? Situation and also uh, that Winter Classic coming up. The Winter Classic is a phenomenal event. I, I love I love watching those. Uh, that's when I'll watch some hockey in the regular season. Mm -hmm. As far as Tampa is concerned, uh, I, they must be regarded as a top three threat to hoist. Uh, I regard them as such. I think they're driven to be that good. But you have teams. Uh, also that we have to find who is going to be able to compete with them. And I think a, a Calgary could potentially compete with them. I think a, a Carolina absolutely can compete with them, maybe even the Rangers if they can find their way in there. Uh, it's the teams that skate and dance. Even a Florida who's lighting it up right now may not be able to compete with Tampa. Thanks so much for the time, guys. It's getting hockey season. Yes, it is. Thank you for your time. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, Lou. That was awesome. Uh, come up next, Josh. We got to get to the NBA. It's back. The Association. That's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find a located store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So the return of the association, Josh, cannot wait uh, to see what kind of runs uh, these teams can go on. Uh, let's start with the Boston Celtics uh, because we have significant line movement uh, on several games. <laughs> 
Uh, and I don't know what the books or odds makers were thinking when they opened these lines, but obviously betters were thinking something different. When you have Boston at open at minus four, bet up to nine, eight and a half, mm-hmm. one spot, but I'm seeing nine across the board. What do you think? Yeah, so a huge move here, Pritch. And I think, you know, if you're betting these NBA games today, I would be a little careful because remember, these lines came out days ago. We've been waiting, you know, for this all-star break to end. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they came out days ago, a lot of the value kind of in a way is now gone. So perfect example would be the Celtics. You mentioned it. Uh, Celtics have been red hot here. I want to say they're, what, 9-1 and one their last 10. I think they're like 17-4 and four their last 21, something like that. They've really been clicking here, especially bringing in Derek White, which really lengthened their team and added another, you know, kind of point guard type player to kind of take a little – a weight off of Marcus Smart. But to the point of the line move, again, Celtics open minus four. They're all the way up to minus nine. So mm-hmm. a huge move in their favor. To me, when you see moves like this, Pritch, it's either buy low on the Nets getting nine or you just lay off the game. We talked earlier in the show about not wanting to be with the public getting the worst of the number. Well, this is a perfect example. The Celtics are getting almost 80% of bets. They're now up to minus nine. If you got something earlier, you know, I would say anything maybe like five or less, you know, six or less even. I, I could make a case that that was, you know, great closing line value, obviously. But at this point, you're laying the nine and they could roll. So, and they did this before, actually, because yeah. these teams met February 8th, Pritch. I think we talked about this on the show. It was 126 to 91 that the Celtics rolled in that spot. So with all these guys out, you know, no Kyrie, although the mask mandates in New York could be lifted here soon. So he could start playing these home games. No Durant, who's still hurt. Simmons is still, uh, you know, well ways away here. You could be looking at another Celtics blowout, but I just can't be with the public getting the worst of the number. So to me, Pritch, the play is actually the over. Uh, the total open 213 and a half. It's been bet up now to 214 and a half. You've seen a ton of money hit this over. Uh, Brooklyn and Boston are both top 15 in terms of offensive efficiency. I know a lot of those Brooklyn numbers are based on, you know, their big three playing. But still, Celtics 15 offensive efficiency, 11 here for Brooklyn, 11 in terms of Brooklyn in terms of pace. Uh, and then also Brooklyn, 6-1 and one to the over their last seven, 5-1 to the over their last six. I know the Celtics are a really good defensive team, Pritch. My way to bank and hopefully hit this over is that you're you're gonna need another Celtics like scoring 120 or more mm-hmm. if they still hold the Nets to you know uh, like 100 or less. So I'll go over in this one. I think the Celtics probably are, are you know a good play early, but now I just can't recommend playing a nine after yeah. an open at four. Yeah, that's that's tough to do that right now. Even though the Celtics are impressive, like you mentioned, the number of wins that they've accumulated of 11 out of the last 13 too. On top of that, but uh, they've evolved, Boston. Like the players are alluding to and talking about how they've stepped up defensively, uh, but it's not so much isolation. Remember last year, that would drive me nuts to watch uh, <laughs> Boston just isolate all the time, right? And now they've evolved the ball movement. They've increased that. Uh, they're finding uh, open shots, better shots anyway, good sl- shot selection, uh, but the defensive effort. So from a total standpoint, because I'm, I'm in trying to imagine what, the Nets are going to do without all those superstars? Like what type of offense, who they're going to run it through, or is it running gun time, right? So I kind of get on board with that, uh, that overplay right there, over 214 uh, right now on the board. Yeah, I think it's important, Pritch, when you're making a bet. You, obviously, I lean on the data. So the fact that mm-hmm. it opened 213 and a half, now it's 214 and a half, tells me some money came in on the over. But I think, as you mentioned, you know, I, I was on Lombardi land earlier today, and Michael Lombardi made a good point. He's like, you really like that over with a really good defensive team like that? 
you know, again, that scares me to be sure, but I think mm -hmm. the market telling you that it went over, it's not a play on, you know, the Celtics bad, you know, having a bad defensive night and the net scoring a ton. I think it's a play on the over the Celtics really, really, you know, playing great right now, offensive efficiency. And again, scoring, you know, 115, 120 or more. So think through every single bet, you know, look at the data, look at the line movement, where are the percentages, where are the betting systems, but also have a plan in your head, how you're going to attack something. Maybe it doesn't go exactly the way you want, but my play on the over uh, again, is the Celtics scoring a lot tonight against a Nets team that has a bunch of starters missing. Okay. We got Atlanta and Chicago, Chicago open minus four. I'm seeing minus three and a half, some threes out there too, uh, on the board, a total uh, <laughs> 240. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. The Hawks, obviously they've been inconsistent. Trey young is a bright spot. Now when he goes off, he goes off uh, and the bulls too. I mean, DeRozan, what he's doing right now, uh, setting a record. What was it? Uh, 35 points. Uh, in the last seven games, um, it's incredible. Uh, 35 or more points uh, and shooting over 50%, 50% better in the seven consecutive games. Uh, that's a record. Uh, so, I mean, it's incredible. But 240, that, that's pretty lofty as a total. <laughs> It really is, Pritch. This is, I, it's got to be one of the highest totals of the year so far. And I think if you're playing this, Pritch, you mentioned it, you know, uh, daily fantasy, put, you know, plug in DeRozan into your lineup <laughs> if you think he's going to continue to play the way he has, which has really been incredible. But in terms of that total, you know, I've seen zero buyback, Pritch. I know as betters, we really get programmed into, hey, the number's so high, I got to take the under, or the number's so low, I got to take the over. But look at the merits of the game itself. This is another one where, again, you're not getting a great number here. I, I can't play the over because it opened 234 and a half. And now it's up to 240, but I will mention there's been no buyback at all. Like there isn't a number where we got to 238 and you know, pro said, Hey, too high. Let's bet the under it's gone up and up and up with no buyback. And if you look at some, you know, box scores here, these teams met December 29th, it was a 131, 117 game print. So I think uh, 248 was your total there. So that yeah. could be part of it. This is a play again that I can't play just in terms of same thing with the Celtics getting the worst of it. But I would just say, even though it's an automatic, Hey, it's too high. Don't play it. Looks like even though it's so high, it's still getting hit to the over. You would look at the bulls. You know, they open minus three. It looks like they're creeping up to three and a half. They're also a public play here. This is a no play all around for me, Pritch. Okay. But I would just say one takeaway is don't just bet the under because it's 240. Bet the under because you can make a case analytics wise. It looks to me like even though the number's going up, really, you know, sharps aren't aren't too scared off by that high number. Well, I think you got to factor in the layoff too, right? I mean, uh, that's this much time and, you know, you, you got to get back into that rhythm that you had going into the all-star break. So uh, I'm just thinking back to my playing days on what it would take to rev back <laughs> up again uh, after a break, after a bye week, for instance. Uh, how about Memphis and Minnesota? Uh, right now on the board, I mean, it opened at minus two. We got uh, minus one, one and a half, some twos out there all across the board here, Josh. So Memphis, um, uh, a solid year so far, but look at this uh, spread and then look at this total, 239 and a half as well. Another really high total. And you actually look at uh, the Grizzlies. They're five and zero to the over their mm -hmm. last five uh, on the road. They are they're only 15 to 14 of the over on the road. But um, again, this one hit to the over It opened around 239. It's been bet up to, you know, 240 ish. I see some 240 and a half out there. So definitely some money to the over. I didn't play that over, but I think again, to the point of don't just bet under because it's high. Uh, I, it's a layoff, but definitely some money hitting that over my play bridge. I money line the Memphis Grizzlies. I know it's not like a perfect play. You know, it's very rare. You find a perfect play, but 
but uh, a lot of these books were, you know, minus one and a half Grizzlies. Now they're up to minus two. You've seen a little bit of movement in their favor. Uh, one thing I do like is road referees. You have some really good road refs tonight. Michael Smith, Pat, uh, Pat Fraher, and Jonathan Sterling, all between 52 and 55% to the over. I would mention, or sorry, to the road team. Mm -hmm. They're also over refs, Pritch, so maybe okay. that's partly if you're going to bet the over there. I know it's not Scott Foster, but, you know, you do have some road refs and some over refs. And if you look at offensive defensive efficiency, arrested Grizzlies team, that's probably excited to get back on the court. Memphis is has the edge defensively, 7th versus 16th for the T-Wolves. They have the edge offensively, 6th versus 13 for the T-Wolves. And these teams did meet back on January 13th, and you did have a Memphis win, 116-108. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go money line here. Grizzlies, I think you're getting a good team at a kind of a low number, especially rested after a break. I think they, uh, they, they play pretty well tonight. Hopefully they win this game. Okay, I think I found an angle on the Cavs. They take on Detroit uh, because from a, an efficiency standpoint. So I, I'm diving into the analytics here, Josh. Uh, net efficiency, <laughs> I know, right? Net efficiency rating top 10 for the Cavs. Uh, and then they're all they're saying all the right things uh, talking about legacy. Uh, the young players are really trying to distinguish themselves from LeBron or Braun. Uh, so I like what they're saying. I like the confidence, too, and the chance really only a couple games back uh, inside that division. Uh, but they got to take care of business against Detroit. Right. I mean, so maybe an angle here. They're laying six two oh eight and a half total. So I would say, again, I didn't play this one, but I would say if you're making me take the spread, I'll, I'll you know, you know, clench my teeth and go and go Detroit Pistons here, Pritch. Uh, the opener of this game, kind of like that Celtics game, huge move there to the Celtics, mm -hmm. kind of a big move here to the Pistons. You actually had this game open. A lot of books were like Cavs laying eight and a half, laying nine. The big play here, Pritch, is injuries. You're gonna miss, you're gonna miss both Karis LeVert and yeah. Garland in this game. So that's a reason. If you're wondering, like, why is there a three-point steam move to the Pistons? Well, it's because two of your best guards there are gonna be out for the Cavs tonight. So getting six now, it's juiced up like it may get down to five and a half. If you're making me pick a side, I will go Pistons here. And also, Pritch, money to the under, 210 down to 209. Mm -hmm. This is one of the best defensive teams under-wise, the Cavs. Yeah, just the Cavs need to win a game like this, though. I mean, mess around and lose a game like this, you can forget about legacy Can't and do stuff it. like that. Right, right, exactly. Uh, that's what I was looking at in terms of an angle. Okay, how about college basketball, Josh? Uh, some interesting games on the schedule. We break those down. Coming up next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Just place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet, plus earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20. MGM Resorts nationwide. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Once again, it's bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the NBA game you wager on. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, college hoops. Uh, Ohio State and uh, the Fighting Illini. Uh, intriguing matchup uh, right here in this game. Uh, you know, college basketball, maybe a little bit of layoff for me because I was exhausted after watching all those games <laughs> yesterday. I'm not going to lie about that. But I like this matchup. Uh, Illinois, uh, spectacular big man uh, Coburn right there. But Ohio State at home. Uh, they are unstoppable at times. What do you think? Yeah, and first off, Rich, it's almost like you and I were playing for Providence last night going triple <laughs> overtime here. You said you're tired out, so I'm right there yeah. with you. But, uh, yeah, this is the biggest, most heavily bet game of the night. It's a 9 o'clock game, Ohio State at Illinois. Uh, public is leaning uh, Illinois. They're getting about two-thirds of bets across mm-hmm. the market. They did open around minus six. They've been bet up to now minus seven. To me, Pritch, my play would be maybe buying low and taking Ohio State. Now, I am a little concerned because one system match, when you see two ranked teams, is just take the favorite. Uh, Typically, uh, you kind of just see the spot where the public says, you know, two ranked teams take the dog. But if you take the favorite, it's 57% against the spread uh, this year. So uh, you do have that if you want to sweat Illinois here. But again, looking at, you know, what number are we at? You know, how low, how's, uh, how big has the line movement been? Yeah. Now that you're laying seven now and the line's going to Illinois, like I like these spots when you're like a ranked team with a line move and yet the public is loading up on Ohio State. Like that would be kind of a reverse line move, a fade the trendy dog type play. This looks to me like it's kind of a big majority of public money, some respected money too at minus six now that you're up at seven. But I would look toward, if you're making me bet it, I would go Ohio State plus the points here. You're contrarian in a heavily bet game, 9 o'clock game. It's going to be the most heavily bet game of the night. You're getting an inflated line here now that you're getting 7. You know, can you wait and get a a 7.5? It may creep up that high. And if we want to give some shout-outs here to our buddy Ken Palm, Pritch, he has Illinois winning by 5 points. So if you're waiting and getting a hook with a a 7.5, that is maybe uh, you know kind of a value play. I wouldn't call it a sharp play, but a value play. And we did see a little bit of over money. Open 139.5, now up to around 140.5. Yeah, Ohio State's on the road in this one against the Illini, uh, against seven points uh, right there. Yeah, maybe too lofty to lay that for sure. 140.5 is the total. Uh, UCLA on the road against Oregon. Uh, UCLA is intriguing, uh, Josh. Uh, they're laying three on the road. 137 uh, is the total. 
Yeah, so I think the big popular play would be just late with UCLA. Again, really good team, ranked number 12th 12 in, uh, in the country here. Uh, but you did see the line actually go down toward Oregon. Pritch, I'd go Ducks here, believe it or not. <laughs> I'll I'll dust off that hazmat suit. Okay. Uh, what I like about this one, uh, UCLA, again, getting uh, two-thirds of bets pretty much. But they open as high as like laying four, laying three and a half. They're now down to three, even though they're a public play. And a lot of these threes are juiced up like that might be trending down to two and a half. So the line is going uh, toward Oregon in this spot. You would be kind of in that classic conference dog at home contrarian with that reverse line movement and unranked team versus a ranked team. And it just seems, doesn't it seem too good to be true? Like laying only three with UCLA. Yeah. Sometimes these numbers seem fishy to me, Pritch. Again, UCLA could roll. They have some great players here. They're a highly ranked team. Uh, they've won a bunch in a row, or at least uh, what are they for their last five? It's kind of a buy low spot in Oregon. They've lost two straight. And now they're only getting, you know, they're only getting a few points. Like, shouldn't this line be a little bit higher? If you're making me bet it, I'm going to go Ducks plus three here, Pritch. I think it may get down to two and a half. Okay, let's be honest. You, there's not a lot of dust on the hazmat suit. Oh, no, that's it's in my it's in my closet here, Pritch. <laughs> right. I, I, anytime you there's, want, I can bust it yeah, out. Yeah, there's no dust on that thing. What are you, what are you talking about? Dust it off. Uh, okay, Gonzaga. Uh, laying 10, uh, San Francisco. Uh, normally you see bigger numbers, bigger spreads here, but not in this game because San Francisco is putting together a good season. Uh, 158 is a total uh, with the number one team in the country, Gonzaga. So Ken Palm has Gonzaga winning by eight points. So okay. again, we give given Ken Palm shout outs left and right here, but now that you're at 10, you know, a lot of these books did open. I saw some, you know, tens that got down to nine and a half back up to 10, you know, 10 or eight, some nine and a half that were up to 10. Either way, the line has kind of stayed where it's at. So anytime Gonzaga takes the court bridge, we all know this, they're going to get a huge share of bets. They're mm -hmm. a flashy team, number one team in the country. Uh, obviously, you know, Chet Holmgren, you know, maybe number one overall pick with uh, Smith. They're kind of, you know, co-favorites here to go first in the draft, but you're getting 80% of bets on Gonzaga on the road. And they, again, pretty much open lane 10 and they've stayed lane 10. I don't love it. You know, sometimes you bet these games against Gonzaga and they make you look really foolish, but I'd go San Fran plus 10 or nothing. It just jumps out to me that you have such heavy betting on Gonzaga, another nine o'clock game. These later games get the most majority of bets. Uh, sometimes it's a chase opportunity if the public struggles or a double down, you know, if you're feeling good. So the ticket counts really jump up, you know, your, your eight, nine and 10 o'clock games. I would also think maybe Pritch, the total, it's heavy betting to the over. It did tick up like 157 up to 158 and a half. Uh, but Ken Palm would be an underplay there. It's kind of a big, big spread under for me. So uh, I didn't play this at all, but if you're making me bet it, I'll go San Fran plus 10. It looks like a line freeze action uh, type of play here too. By the way, Pritch, you know yeah. their mascot? The Dons. At the Isn't Dons, that a cool right? mascot? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, I almost played the first half Auburn Ole Miss yesterday because I, I was looking at with Ben Wilson, our producer, it was, it was nine. Um, I, I don't know if I would have covered, though, because uh, obviously Albert didn't cover that big number anyway, 16. Uh, but, yeah, I get uh, I get a little nervous about big numbers in conference, you know, when you think about that or or situations where teams are familiar. The Market Insights uh, podcast, Josh, uh, you are on a roll. Uh, what other insights can you provide for us today? Yeah, let's get after it, Pritch. So a couple ones. You know, we talked about some big games. Now let's go off the beaten path, talk about these random games that no one's discussing here but are taking in some respected money. First one for me, Detroit. Detroit Mercy. They're at home against Cleveland State in the Horizon League. What really jumped out to me with this one, Pritch, is a big public play toward Cleveland State. Again, these obscure games if the public wants to bet them, they'll where'd just the look at the win-loss records. Where did the public find Cleveland State? <laughs> exactly. You can't find it. We can't even find a logo for Detroit mercy. So we gotta, we gotta fix this over here, but uh, Cleveland state 19 and seven, they're getting like 70% of bets across the market. 
Why? Because they have a good record, and Detroit mm-hmm. is only 12 and 13. But here's the thing, Pritch. The Cleveland State open laying one and a half or laying two. Now the twos are down to one and a half, and the one and a halfs are juiced up like it may get down to one. So I like this line move here toward Detroit. Uh, Detroit's actually been pretty feisty. They've won a couple games in a row as a dog against Wright State. They cover against Northern Kentucky. They're 7 and 0 at home this year. And this would be a uh, Ken Palm sound the alarm play for me, Pritch. Uh, and here's what I do on the pod. I'm going to annoy everybody, but I go, woo, woo, woo. This is an alarm play <laughs> because Ken Palm is Detroit winning the game by one point. So I'll take the one and a half. That looks fishy to me. Detroit's in a good spot, in my opinion. Uh, the other one that just caught my eye, Pritch, uh, Sacramento State late night. So this is another uh, late game that no one's really looking at. Mm-hmm. But you had Sacramento State open against Idaho, only laying like one, one and a half. Now they've been bet up to around two or two and a half. This line is moving towards Sacramento State, even though it's an extremely low bet game. It tells me wise guys kind of identified this one and pushed this number a bit. Uh, Ken Palm only has them by one, but our buddy Greg Hoops has them by five. So this was a money line play for me. Also a bad ATS versus good ATS. Uh, you have Sacramento State only eight and fourteen against the spread versus Idaho, who's sixteen and eight against the spread. So it's kind of a buy low spot on a bad ATS team against a team that covers quite a bit. Sacramento State better defense, only giving up seventy one a game versus eighty one for Idaho. And by the way, Pritch, you look at these home road splits. I like to bet against these teams that have proven that they don't travel. Idaho this year only one and ten on the road. Give me Sacramento State late night sweat. I'll be staying up late, Pritch. That thing doesn't start till ten p.m. Let's go. All right, so your weekend starts early on a Thursday instead of a Friday. You can stay up late for this one. Uh, okay, oh yeah. Okay. How about hockey? I know hockey is always on your radar as well. Yeah, so I don't like that I'm going against Gamble and Lou here, but I am going to take the Toronto Maple Leafs. And again, Lou had a great breakdown there. You do have a really, uh, you know, good team here with the Wild. But I'm going to I'm going to die on the hill of the Leafs uh, finally winning a game here, Pritch. They've lost three in a row. They're a pretty good team that I think is in a good bounce back spot. They've had a decent line move in their favor. They opened like minus 130-ish. They're up to minus 140. They actually got up to as high as like minus one, close to minus 150 earlier today. So there's a little bit of buyback. Um, but this is a revenge game. Toronto lost four to three to Minnesota earlier in December. Uh, and also Minnesota, an injury-based play. Uh, Dumba, one of their best defensemen, and Greenway, a good forward for them, are both out tonight. And you would have system matches here, home favorites, uh, home favorites with a line move, both around 65 70%. So also at the Leafs, uh, I am going to ride Calgary. They've just been great, and I think they're worthy of continuing to ride until they prove you wrong here against Vancouver. Then the other one, Pritch, uh, I'm looking at Nashville Predators. Predators are at home against the Dallas Stars. This is a uh, kind of a tired play against the Dallas Stars here. They went to overtime last night. They won in overtime, uh, but they're on the second leg of a back-to-back. And you look at Nashville. They're rested, ready to go. Uh, Dallas struggled, struggles on the road. Better offense and defense for the Predators. Give me the Preds. Minus 150. All right. Love it right there, Josh. I mean, going back to Tampa Bay, the chance for them to three-peat, do you you call those chances remote or do they have a legitimate chance? I like it, Pritch. A lot of people think they can't do it, but as long as you still got point, Kucherov, these guys, I think they're going to get there. Yeah, that window's still open. Great job today, Josh. Good luck with all your plays. Thanks, Pritch. Good luck tonight. Thank you very much. The Edge coming up next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.